0: What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on in here?
1: Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron.
2: You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B&E. What's B E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan, on The Horn, 1049 AM 1260, and hornfm.com. With the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. Wake
0: up, everybody. No more sleeping in bed. No more back thinking. Time for thinking ahead. The world has changed so very much from what it used to be. There's so much hatred, war and poverty. Oh, oh,
2: oh. wake up, all the teachers. talk to teach a new.
1: Yes, sir and yes, ma'am. You had better. We'll get them up, get them going, bring the buck offs. It's Buck Off Thursday on V&A, show of the people. Off we go. 8 June and a lot to do. NBA Finals, historic night by the dynamic duo of Denver. And the Nuggets are back in control of the NBA Finals after Game 3 last night. History on a global level in soccer yesterday. We'll certainly dive into the Lionel Messi decision, turning down billions from the Saudis to come play to take his talents to South Beach, as LeBron James once famously said. Uh, also, plenty of baseball. Looking forward to the Longhorn Super Regional in Stanford and Palo Alto this weekend. We'll begin the preview and drill down on that. Big one, two really good teams, two traditional powers in college baseball. We've got news from Washington, D.C., where a prominent senator and former football coach is speaking out against name, image, and likeness in the wild, wild west that it is. We'll dive into that situation as well and a lot to do. It is a Thursday, of course, here on the show. of The people that makes it a buck-off Thursday, uh, powered by the, our great friends at the Austin Gamblers. Make sure you're delivering your buck-offs on the Specs text line, 512-337-3776. Also, uh, hit us up on Twitter, at TheHornATX. You can send us, as we've talked about, a video uh, with a buck off any time during the week. Hashtag it Buck Off Thursday. Or you can also just uh, just send us, you don't need to do video, just send us a, a tweeted uh, buck off of your, your kind. You just want to type it out, write it out, and send it to us. We'll have those today as well throughout our four hours of fun and conversation. Appreciate you being there early. Early bird always gets the worm. Whether you're finding us on 1049, could be 1019 FM, AM 1260, always there for you, and, of course, digitally on your Horn app, wherever you go, a couple of touches of a button, and you're listening to us live, also on your smart speaker at home and work, and always Mr. Godbolt, uh, streaming right there at our website, on the Twitch channel as well. You can watch the shows at hornfm.com. Good
0: morning to the soldiers at Fort Cabasas, Texas, the soldiers in the state of Texas, and all those that fight for us each and every day. Thank you so very much for what you do. It is appreciated. And thank you, and thank you, and thank you. And please be careful out there today and tomorrow, and all night long and all day long, too. It's going to get a little bit warmer here over the next couple of days in yes. the 90s, getting, trying, to, trying to dig our way to 100 here.
1: Pushing on to uh, yeah. mid-June, and uh, yeah, it's, it's that time of year. It's that time of year is right. We got, like, got out yesterday a little bit and it was uh, eight, only 85, mm-hmm. but man, it was muggy.
0: Oh, you could feel the humidity Ooh. yesterday for sure.
1: It was, uh, it was a muggy one for sure, so humidity combined with the heat that's coming. So yeah, we
0: got that moisture in the ground, too
1: good thing, plenty of rain Absolutely. over the last several days and uh, several weeks, which is a good thing uh, for, for the drought conditions we've been dealing with and into the summertime. Uh, how are you, my friend? Good I'm to doing, have you back. Doing fine. Good to have you back. Ty is here as well. Ty gave you the uh, Denver Nuggets last night. Oh, um, yeah, and for sure. I think we uh, all felt like Denver could take back control of this game in this series and played a little defense. I don't think we expected maybe the history that came down last night. Let's get to that headlines and that history. It was a historic day in the world of sports. UBO Business Services brings it to you. Starting the NBA, and yeah, buck on to Denver's dynamic duo, of Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. They put on an historic show last night, and they'll lead the Nuggets back into control of the NBA Finals. Those two became the first teammates in league history to both record 30-point triple-doubles in one game. Uh, in a 109-94 win over the Heat. Jokic finished with 32 points, 21 rebounds, and 10 assists. That's the first such game in NBA Finals history, the 30-20 triple-double, while Murray added 34 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists. Before last night, no teammates had ever done that. Not in the regular season, not in the playoffs, certainly not in the NBA Finals. Uh, both with 30-point triple-doubles. Nuggets out-rebounded Miami 58-33. They now lead the best-of-seven series, two games to one. Massive news on the sports world came down earlier in the day in Miami where the official word that soccer legend Lionel Messi is headed to join uh, the MLS, Ma- Major League Soccer, joining Inter-Miami. It was widely believed the 35-year-old would follow his longtime rival, Cristiano Ronaldo, and choose to play for a club in Saudi Arabia Arabia, who reportedly offered him a three-year contract worth more than $1.5 billion Instead, the Golden Foot revealed his decision yesterday to join Miami of the MLS uh, that has um, that global soccer icon David Beckham has run since its inception. Uh, he is joining that team. Messi has more than 800 goals in his career for club and country, making him one of the greatest scorers in the sports history. His next matches are expected to be a pair of exhibitions with Team Argentina in June. His first Inter-Miami debut is uh, figures to be sometime in July. Austin FC will play at Inter-Miami on July 1st. Major League Baseball, 0-2 for tonight for the Texas teams and Arlington Rangers, not able to finish off a three-game sweep with St. Louis, despite a complete game four-hitter from their right-hander, John Gray. Texas fell to the Redbirds, 1-0. Marcus Simeon's 25-game hit streak came to an end there, as well as four Cardinal pitchers combined to toss the shutout. Texas is off today, ahead of their much-anticipated series in Tampa this weekend. That's a matchup of the clubs with the two best records in baseball. Houston Astros, meanwhile, 3-2 loser in Toronto last night. They'll wrap up that four-game series north of the border tonight. Round Rock Express an 11-9 winner in Salt Lake College Softball World Series. Oklahoma Sooners won their 52nd game in a row. They link Florida State 5 to nothing. They're now a win away from their third consecutive national championship and in golf amid a historic and tumultuous week. They will tee off the first round of the RBC Canadian Open in Toronto this morning. Rory McIlroy is the two-time defending champion of that tournament. Yesterday, the third-ranked player in the world met with the media and confirmed that he indeed feels a bit like a sacrificial lamb in the wake of the PGA Tour's merger with Live Golf and the Saudi Public Investment Fund. But he also said he's resigned to the fact that their overwhelming money made it inevitable. He's also satisfied that Live Golf will not be a part of the Alliance.
2: This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com.
1: Or will it? Becomes the question buck on a buck-off Thursday because uh, Roy McElroy said he hates Live. He's glad that it's not going to be a part of the Alliance. But yesterday, Greg Norman met with the Live Golf staff and said we're not going anywhere. So. Who knows? Uh, remember, there are only four or five people in the room to uh, cut this deal. Uh, Greg Norman wasn't in the room. Rory McIlroy wasn't in the room, so no one's really clear uh, on no. how things uh, proceed starting in twenty twenty four. But the head of the PGA,
0: it knows what's going on. Yes, and Rory has met and with the head of yes, the PGA. Yes, and since he's kept everything so secret, it's probably still.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, he knows. I mean, the, Rory was was pretty clear. He's been been told the live will not be included. And he's happy for that, but uh, Greg Norman, of course, maybe hasn't been informed of that or uh, there's alternative plans because, uh, remember, Greg Norman, was not; his name didn't appear anywhere in the deal, and uh, he may have been cut out of this thing, too. So we'll see. That's all to be determined. In the end, they're going to play golf this morning, and uh, that story will continue to, uh, to develop as it does. It's been an incredibly weak, to say the least, in the world of golf. Also incredible in the world of soccer, Lionel Messi. Who would have ever that's thought? That's amazing. It is amazing. You know, there's been rumors of this for a while. I thought Ronaldo now. would be here first. Uh, I've heard, we've heard the 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 bluster bluster, the blund, uh, the just the, the 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 bluster behind the scenes that maybe David Beckham could pull this off and uh, offer enough. Because look, when I mean, you're offered 1.6 billion dollars, was the reports from the Saudi Arabian team, 1.6 billion for three years, Buck. I mean, that's that's insane uh, income for for, three for a singular years. person. But you know, he said, "I didn't. This wasn't about dollars. This was about me controlling my future." Now he's going to have, you know, he's going to have um, ownership, some ownership stake in the team, but also more importantly, he's going to have some, uh, you know, revenue sharing with the the Apple Plus product, which is where you find MLS games now. So, it's, in other words,
0: he's going to be a part of the MLS, M- part yes. owner MLS. Yeah,
1: because if all the games are on Apple Plus, that's part of their media rights deal. That's where you find those games. If he's getting cut in on that deal. That's pretty good. That's pretty good scratch. So it's not like he's going to be poor.
0: Yeah, that dude has ownership in the MLS now, not just Miami.
1: Correct. And let's—I uh, mean, it's—it's a, it's a it's several-layer deal for him, but it's huge for the MLS. And we'll talk to our soccer experts about this. I mean, this is a massive. He's still 35 years old. He just led Argentina to the World Cup uh, championship. Uh, was incredible in that championship. So it's not like he's washed up. I mean, this guy. Well, yeah, you know, and
0: that's why retirement was—you know—when after the World Cup, it was almost like. He was ready to retire, and then he said, oh, I'm not retiring. Retiring from what?
1: Yeah, he's played so good. I mean, yeah. it's like uh, he's 35, watching, you know, LeBron James is still playing at 38, 39. Tom Brady kept playing until he's 45, and he's still productive and a really good player. And he's not the player he once was. You know, this is a guy that made his professional debut when he was 16 years old. Uh, 16 years old. He played to the highest level at uh, at Barcelona and um, was good. <laughs> I mean, he's been doing it this long. And he's now thirty five so twenty years later, he's bringing his talents to South Beach. Uh, what that can do for the uh, for the MLS. I mean, I saw where his you know the the inter Miami social media pages gained a million new followers just yesterday in about a two hour period wow. when Messi signed. I mean, he's a global star, uh, obviously in his home country of Argentina, but all over Europe where he's played uh, just an incredible, incredible piece of piece of uh, development for the MLS. Uh and we'll talk to the folks that are closest to that uh, about what it can mean, what should it mean, what does it mean for MLS? And unfortunately, Inter Miami not scheduled to play in Austin. What a storyline that would be! And actually, they're they're not scheduled to play in Texas at any of the three MLS teams in Texas. But as I mentioned in the headlines, uh, a Austin FC will play at Inter Miami July first. Sounds like by the time on that, it might be a little bit too early for his debut. Is he going to play this season? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's going to play. Oh yeah, sometime
0: in July. It could be the first. Who knows? Uh, maybe. They've got a couple games in between there.
1: Yeah, he's going to play for Team Argentina. Uh, he's going to take homeland. his time. Well, he's already committed to playing those games here in June. and um, July? That, that, uh, no, June. Oh, the, oh, the exhibition in this games. Month, yeah. In this month. And there, there's one in China, I believe. And uh, so he's playing those two games, and then he, he'll join his new team. Will he play that early in July? Uh, most think it's kind of a middle to later July debut on the pitch for them. But, man, when he does, uh, good luck trying to get a ticket to that match. Um, down in South Beach or wherever he's playing uh, that that will just a glimpse of the impact of what he can be for this league because it's uh you know it's always seen as a as a you know the american league and the second level or way down the rung of of soccer can this help change that and change in well now, raise now the, i'm definitely
0: believing that he'll be involved in argentina when when the uh, world cup comes to to the doubt no
2: no he said he was retiring before the last world cup he came back, to the, like after they lost in the World Cup before this one. He was like, "I'm done." And then he came back. They won.
0: She should be really done. So before twenty twenty six.
2: If he comes back, that seems that would seem silly to me, at least. I mean, you want it. I, I would just go out with that. He's going to be how old is he going to be then? He's thirty five now. Thirty nine. Thirty eight. Yeah. Thirty so eight. Thirty nine. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't years think old. so.
1: Well, we'll see. Obviously, he's uh, making this move for his brand in North America. Um, you know the the own ownership part ownership with with Apple Plus or at least the the stake in Apple Plus, which is a pretty big big, big company. And then yeah, that David Beckham you know bought in and in Inter Miami in its inception for twenty five million dollars. Twenty five million dollars. What's that franchise worth now? Becomes a question. And that you know when a, when a franchise does this, when when David Beckham joined the LA team way back, I mean it just it it raises the exposure of that team, but also the entire league. And uh, you know your teams will be playing matches against Lionel Messi, obviously in the MLS when he does join. Inter Miami has sucked up until this oh point, they've though. been so this they've, will be yeah they this morning yeah yeah well the value just went up to say the least oh well, I Messi. think I think
2: David Beckham's son is still on the team actually too is that right yeah he's not very good though
1: <laughs> well uh, clearly they're trying to make a push acquiring going you know, bringing in a player who some believe is the greatest soccer player of all time I mean he's you know rivals Pele and some of the greatest soccer players in the in the game's history and it's a global game played all over the world and followed and loved all over the world uh The center of attention now will be inter Miami down on South Beach a lot happening down there nBA finals games Longhorns were just there this past weekend for a, a regional round we've got uh, uh Stanley Hockey. cup Stanley Cup Finals are down there even though the uh the home team getting pummeled right now by the Vegas Golden Knights on the ice uh, yeah there's a lot happening there for sure, but uh, Lionel Messi to Miami as for the nBA Finals this was uh that's what we talk about. I mean, I've, I've made comparisons to Jokic and, and Jamal Murray, like Shaq and Kobe back in the day 20 years ago when they were just a dynamic duo that no one could handle. Uh, what do you do with them when they're both playing well? And we saw that again last night, Buck, with Denver. Those two dudes, you know, they're, they're far and away the two best players on the floor, and uh, there's really not much the Heat can do to combat that. They're no, they're darn good.
0: Jimmy Butler can talk about bringing energy. They stole the energy right out of, of the Heat last night, and they they destroyed them on the boards. They get all those second chance second chances, and when Miami wanted to try to get physical with Denver last night, it didn't work. They they just out-physicaled them and moved them all around. It was a physical game. Guys were getting knocked around and pushed around, and the officials let it go, which was, was okay. That was an old-style old basketball, old-style NBA right there last physical. night with the physicality, and Miami wanted that, but they couldn't handle Denver. Denver's just big. Well, it's they, just a they, big group of guys.
2: They went from giving up 41% of the threes in the last game were wide open. In this game, they they had good coverage on 65% of the threes. So they did a good job defending the three-point line, which was huge. That's, I mean, they just crushed them on the That's boards. Miami's only chance is if they get hot from three.
1: Yeah, and in, uh, I know Michael Malone, the head coach of the Nuggets, after that game two disappointment mm-hmm. uh, at practice the next day brought his team 17 clips. He had 17 video clips of where they didn't communicate on defense and left a wide-open three-pointer. Uh, that that ended up, you know, them winning and stealing. Some believe the Heat stealing that game. They they shore that up. They went to work on their communication on the defensive end. And again, the the if they play defense and hold a team under a hundred, they're going to win because the offense is too efficient. And Jokic and Murray are too good. And so, Jokic
0: set some screens last night. Oh they were just like, okay, go and run into this elbow, run into this hip, run into this thigh. I mean, he had knees out. Th- he was real physical last night, and he. I think he had had enough of the you know game number two, where they didn't really play defense or they didn't really set real good screens. I mean Murray ran around them, but he didn't have to run around them last night. Gaz got when they got picked off, they got knocked down last night.
1: Well, and you're right about the size and, and talent oh, yeah. level of the Nuggets. I mean Gordon, they're, they're... they
0: were Gordon was big last night too.
1: Well, I mean Michael Porter Jr. six ten. I mean Aaron Gordon's six nine, mm-hmm. and then Jokic seven footer. I mean these are just a, just a really big. A uh, great-looking team, and uh, how about the uh, the Kansas Jayhawk? The rookie Christian oh, Brown, yeah. Christian Brown. It's spelled Braun, but he goes by Brown. We saw him as a was he player of the year in the Big Twelve? Uh, no, he, he was one. He was the first-team All Big Twelve player. National champion. Uh, was he, he freshman of the, the, the champ- year? was wasn't he? I when mean, he, he was, first came
0: on the scene, freshman of the year. Yeah,
1: he he was huge last night. He came off the bench and scored 15 points, ignited some fast breaks, and because it was 24 all after the first quarter, and then. Uh, second quarter, third quarter is where they stretch this thing out. Yep. By the fourth quarter, it was a twenty-one point lead. Butler and,
0: tried in the second quarter, but it just wasn't enough. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, had he felt like he didn't have any energy, but it, his energy alone doesn't it doesn't work. It yeah. does, it can't bring it.
1: Well, Ty just said it. If they if they limit the three point shot, which they did last night, it's going to be a, almost impossible for the Heat. You know, Butler and Abadabayo combined for uh, fifty points on the night, twenty eight mm-hmm. and twenty two, and Bam had seventeen rebounds, and he's playing a great series they're just not as good. I mean, they they do any and as Michael Malone would tell you, if we play defense and defense, we're going to win. I mean, that's just we're, our guys are going to get points. <laughs> we're going to do that. Uh Nikola Jokic and and, uh, and Jamal Murray are going to do that. I mean, that's and so if you watch the game, you watch history. It's never happened before. 230 point triple doubles in the same game. Not in the not in a uh, September or a November game <laughs> early in the year. Uh not in the playoffs, certainly not in the finals. It's never been done. So the Shaq and Kobe thing they never even did that. No. Uh, to Thirty point triple doubles, which means they're active on, on scoring, but you know, those two combine for, you know, twenty assists, which means they're distributing to their teammates and one another to create scoring options and opportunities, and then they play defense on the other end. So uh it feels like well what 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 did I hear the people calling it? The gentleman sweep? A five game series, the gentleman sweep. I've never heard that before. I like really? it. Really? Yeah, I don't know yeah. why. In all these years, I've never heard gentlemen's sweep. But, do you a favor, let me have one. But a lot of people picked a sweep, and now maybe this is the gentleman's sweep because it doesn't feel like the Nuggets. I don't know. We said that after game one. and the, he, if the, the only team that can beat the Nuggets are the Nuggets. That would be them not playing defense and not being close out and then communicating on that defensive end to leave open three-pointers. They don't do that.
0: I watched the pregame the warm-ups of, of, of the Joker last night, and he brings a dude out there. I don't know who that dude is, but he had a physical – Pre-game workout before he goes in and changes into his uniformy. It was, I mean, it is. It gets kind of rough underneath there. He gets those high passes and this dude is on his back and got elbows in his you know and his ribs and everything else. It looked like a real good. It wasn't. It wasn't a shoot around. It was a physical workout.
1: Yeah. Well, get yourself ready. Get yourself. But you're gonna be bouncing around bam, out of bio, and those yeah. guys all night long. Uh, but I think you you said it just from the the eye test. They're not big enough. They're not. I mean, no. They're, and that's for, for pretty much everybody in this league right now. And this is why I think, and I believe we're watching the beginning of a of a run here by the Denver Nuggets, so maybe a Golden State-San Antonio-Spurs kind of run because these guys are all into the primes of their career. Uh, Nikola Jokic is going nowhere. Jamal Murray is just emerging as a superstar. Yep. Uh, all these stars are 26 and under. Aaron Gordon, um, obviously uh, Michael Porter Jr., who we just mentioned. I mean, this team, and now you, got, you draft a guy like Christian Brown, who can be a you know another piece for you big picture? He's on a rookie, on his rookie deal now. I mean that is that is a lot of a lot of young talent. So
0: yeah, and and the guard that plays for Miami, the one who came from Toronto, the old dude Kyle now, Lowry, he seems to play too much.
2: He looks real little out there. They don't have any other option really. Really, yeah, I mean he
0: plays he plays a lot of I minutes. Mean, he,
2: he was starting all the way through the season up until about three fourths of, of the way through the season, and then Gabe Vincent took a spot. Um, and Gabe Vincent's been inconsistent because well oh, he, he got
0: in a lot of foul he had foul trouble last night. And he had some cheapies called, too, but that's okay. But that's
2: a dude that's projected next year, based off the way he's played in the
1: playoffs, to get like $15 million a year. Well, the interesting name involving Miami, we just know Lionel Messi is going to Miami. Um, On a podcast this week, Portland Trailblazers star Damian Lillard said Miami would be among his favorite spots to land if he were to be traded this offseason, Miami. How about pairing Dame Lillard with Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler? that would be scary. I don't know yeah. how you get him. I know. Right. What do you give <laughs> up to get him? But that was you uh, give
0: up you give up one of those shooting guards. You're going to give up Well, all those three du- pointers. all
1: those dudes contracts
2: are up. Like Struce's contracts up, Gabe Vincent's up, yeah, Duncan he, Robinson's on a bad. He, Duncan
1: Robinson's making like $18 million a year. Well, they've got to you know, if they can acquire I mean, can you can you get him without giving up an autobiotype player becomes the question. But man, Dame Lillard and by the way, that was a boxing podcast cuz Dame Lillard's a huge boxing fan. So he was on a podcast that that, that, he, that I think ESPN does that focuses on boxing because mm-hmm. you know, he wanted to talk some, some sweet science. And, yeah, he asked him about where you're going to land, and he had Miami atop his list. So uh, obviously the – Who
0: else was on it? Did he say who else? Because he, he's got like three teams. Did he
2: say he wanted to leave no. officially? No. Or was it like you know, the guy? The guy, guy ever... posed
1: the question, like, if you're traded. There's a lot of speculation you could be traded this offseason if you're traded, you know. And, and you, you know, he was there to talk boxing.
0: And this has been going on for years with him anyway.
1: Well, he's always said he wants to be loyal and stay in Portland. Sure, and he has. And as Ty has said, for sure. I mean, as Ty has said, maybe Portland's able to swing a deal this offseason to bring some firepower his way. And We talked about Boston with Jalen Brown uh, and other place, places. But, man, if he, he landed in Miami somehow without a bio and Butler, well, now all of a sudden you've got you know, the makings of a, of, a, of a super team there, potentially same thing in Denver. Because Denver has built their super team, and that's credit. This, that's why I compare it to Golden State. I mean, they've drafted and acquired all these guys. Right. This is not, you know, uniting superstars. This is drafting Nikola Jokic in the second round, and he emerges as the best player in the game. You draft Jamal Murray, you draft Michael Porter Jr., you acquire Aaron yeah, their Gordon. Yeah,
0: their third man is like they've got like four third guys, number threes.
1: Well, yeah. Well, think about their supporting cast. you got the two best players on the floor, and they both did something last night that's never been done before in a playoff. in a in an NBA game. And then you've got you know Aaron Gordon was the fourth pick of the draft when he came out. I mean he was a big time player and big time prospect. Michael Porter Jr. was a first round pick. He would have been a much higher pick, but he was hurt so much in high school. Remember he was in the state of Missouri. He was the number one player in the country. Uh, he just had injuries, and you know he kind played of, like
2: five games at Missouri.
1: Yeah, it, it, it just dropped back. his value. But now he's healthy, and he's still now he's a young stud at six ten. I mean that guy's a problem. Uh, now you draft a Christian Brown, the Nuggets are on their way. Right? And to, all to their mean, dudes are locked up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. four-plus years. And, and, and if you look at their ages, they're all coming right into the prime of their career together, which is what Golden State did. I and mean, Golden State did the same thing. They drafted Steph Curry. They drafted Klay Thompson. They drafted Draymond Green in the second round. Um, you know, And they all came together and, and hit the prime of their career at the same time. And we saw what it did. Six, straight, six trips to the finals, four championships. Does Denver go on a run like that? We'll see. They certainly look like they have the talent to do it and are well-built well built to do it. Uh, they are 2-1 in that series. Still two wins to go for their first NBA championship. So a lot going on. There you go. you got the uh, table set uh, with uh, the, the the PGA Tour teeing off this morning there. Or not the, the PGA Tour. It's the Canadian Open, the RBC Canadian Open. Uh, we'll keep you posted on the leaderboard there and the developments that could come from it. Also, Lionel Messi coming to the MLS. What a huge shot in the arm that is. And uh, Game 3 of the Finals goes to the Nuggets. We've also got uh, Chris Del Conte. In the news, Chris Del Conte is the athletic director of the University of Texas. You probably know that. Uh, there was some scuttle out there that maybe USC, USC Trojans, were coming hard after CDC because they need an athletic director. Uh, sounds like uh, CDC made it pretty, pretty clear what his intentions are. We'll get you those coming up. And as we mentioned, name, image, and likeness is a story of college basketball football right now in college athletics. And we know that a contingent of SEC coaches went to Washington, D.C. this week. Well, well. We now have a retort and rebuttal from one of the senators there who was a former football coach. We'll get you details on that front. And we need your buck-ons and buck-offs brought to you by the Austin Gamblers. Bring that to us this morning, 337-3776. Who was earned? The pat on the back. Uh, how about uh, Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray last night? How about Lionel Messi turning down billions to join the MLS? That can be a buck on for sure. Uh, so deliver those. Also at our Twitter account at the Horn ATX, you can deliver your buck ons and buck offs. We'll have a best buck off of the day by the end of our show today at ten o'clock. Craig Way has his report. Beanie facts of the day to come. It's Beanie. It's Bucky and Eric. Be no slave. I don't want and what a week it's been in the uh, world of sports, global conversations, golf, soccer with Lionel Messi. So uh, closer to home, some big storylines as well, including a... Uh... You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy.
0: We doing do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah.
2: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. the
0: poster said,
2: See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie. Critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May third. Rated PG thirteen.
1: Looks like a buck on to Chris Del Conte, who told the Austin American Statesman Kirk Balls that he's not going anywhere. He's good. Uh, it's u s c of course the Trojans need a new athletic director in the wake of the uh their athletic director mike bond bond having to step aside with his behavior issues at the u s c and they're looking for they wanted to you know swinging for the fences looking for a home run higher which Cristo conti would be at this point uh but Cristo conti happy where he's at told kirk Bowles yep. that uh, uh it's important who you work who you work for and he loves working for uh, president Jay Hartzell and the team at Texas right now there's a lot of winning going on at Texas and uh, ushering them into the Southeastern Conference. So any concern that uh, CDC could be poached or looking around, he says not the case. Uh, he's here. And uh, USC can can look elsewhere for their new athletic director. And what a mess that is out there. Buck off to them because the— Don't they
0: generally find somebody of their in, within their family that screws that thing up?
1: Well, I mean, they yeah, they they've had some bad athletic director hires there, without a doubt. And this one— uh, Mike B- Mike Bond came in from uh, I believe that's how B O H N I believe is how you say his name. He came from Cincinnati, uh, and you know I, you know he's helped lure Lincoln Riley to USC. He's uh, had some good hires, but at the same time behind the behind the scenes, he turns he, he just had some serious issues, his behavioral issues, uh, how he treats people and women especially, and uh, turns out that he had the same issues at Cincinnati, and somehow that never got never vetted. Got out never got vetted. Well, it was that was there if you asked, and apparently USC didn't ask. Because uh, now there's a reporting from both both campuses that if you uh, want to know,
0: you'll find out. Yeah,
1: the folks at Cincinnati are saying, "How'd you ever hire him without knowing all of this?" Uh, because the same thing happened there when he got there, and uh, we now know that he's out there. So, but for Longhorn fans, no worry that uh, CDC is locking it in and uh, no issues. Because there was some speculation, mostly from rival schools, that CDC was actually chasing the job, which mm. you know turns out not true. And props to Kirk Bowles; he got to him and. Uh, he got a confirmation that he's planning to be here. Also, uh, uh, all the news from Longhorn Land. We'll get to that coming up. We've also got uh, uh, the, this story, Buck. I don't know if you know this. So, Buck Ons and Buck Offs, right, every Thursday? Buck On to the uh, city of Austin. You know, it's, got, it's got its issues as it grows. Some growing pains we're dealing with as this city goes from cool little town to big city. But uh, we still can keep it weird where we need to. Austin ranked as the number one city in the state of Texas for something called Naked Biking. Naked biking. Did you know this existed, naked biking?
0: Uh, no, I did not. I haven't been a part of that, that crew. Sounds That's... like
1: that could cause some issues. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how this works, but uh, something called Lawnstarter.com recently conducted a study to determine the American cities that are the best for naked bike riding. Top three might surprise you. Philadelphia, Portland, and Seattle.
0: Well, I can see Portland. I don't know about it's Seattle. Philadelphia,
1: Philly? That's weird. No one bats an eye. Yeah, uh, and you'll say, E, how did they conduct a survey on naked biking? Here, ask, you shall receive. They compared 200 cities on based metrics like uh, naked biking events that are hosted, uh, interest in nude cycling, bikeability, weather, legal barriers, and public nudity laws.
0: Yeah, gardening, yes. Up on a bike, on a seat, no. Hey. No, 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 no. No. You have to be
2: standing up the whole time. (laughs) I would think.
1: uh, I don't uh, you're a man. Yeah, exactly. We can get a big seat. Like you got a big ass, you can get a big seat, I guess. (laughs) If you got or you got a small ass, you get a small seat. Yeah. One or the other. That stuff
0: all squinched up. Yuck. Squinched.
1: Man. Like that word. Squinched. Interesting word. That's yeah.
2: I'm 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 out on this. I'm out on that I'm one more, too. I'm more in the sex Olympics. Whatever's going on. Oh, that's yeah. in Sweden. Yeah. Sweden. That's yeah. in
1: Sweden. Yeah, yeah. That's that's that's, that's happening right now. You, you, we'll try. Ty's going to sign up to be a judge. But
2: there's no there's no naked cycling here, right? Yeah. Oh, there is. Oh, yeah. No, we're
0: in there. We're in the top cities.
2: Look right we're in the here. Top
0: three. Yeah, it's somewhere. I don't know where. I haven't seen anybody naked lately.
1: Well, and you know what's really cool about this is somebody named Patricia Davis. Uh, a communications manager for LawnStarter.com. Is that Patrick Davis's burner? Time out. Patrick, D- Patricia Davis. Patty Davis? But So Patricia is a communications manager who lives right here in, is based here in Austin, Texas. She sent us an email to say, would you like to have somebody on the show to talk about why Austin is the fifth best city in the nation for naked biking? Giddy <laughs> up, giddy up. up. I didn't realize there was so much advocacy out there. For I know, me, for I know. I was like, well, maybe we should explore this. I don't. I, apparently, we're hosting a race somewhere that I, I don't know about. And these are these are things that uh, we learn. We learn as we go, right? Uh, I don't know. That's it. You know, Hippie Hollow. Maybe you start there and or end up at Hippie Hollow on this naked biking ride. You know, it's just a body. It could be just a
0: bad. Well, it could be a bad site too.
2: I don't feel oh. like anything. Anyone attractive is interested in this this venture.
1: Uh, speaking of attractive, buck on to uh, the very, very attractive Eva Longoria. She threw out a great first pitch last night at the Rangers game. Did you see that? Eva. She chucked that bad boy, she did, too. did, man, fire. Uh, look, we're in her Rangers jersey, Eva Longoria. That broke up uh, a five leg parlay for me right there. That one
2: nothing loss. That was the.
1: Oh, I thought you said Eva broke up a five leg parlay for wow. you.
2: No, yeah, I'm not betting on, for, um, on the first pitch. No, no. no, that
1: was the uh, throwing out, you know, the first pitch. She did a good job, though. I wish I could watch those Rangers games,
2: man. That's really about bugging me.
1: Yeah, that, the Rangers rarely lose, and if they allow one run and the, the pitcher John Gray goes wow. goes the route, complete games, four-hitter, you think you're going to win that game with their offense, best offense in the game, but uh, they didn't score any runs. Four Cardinal pitchers blanked them. Uh, Marcus Simeon's hitting streak is over, and they lose one to nothing last night. But as I mentioned in the headlines at the top of the hour, the Rangers now get today off, and they're headed to Tampa. Uh, if you're looking we know there's a ton of great baseball this weekend starting tomorrow with the super regionals in college baseball uh but man also keep your eye on that that series in Tampa uh the, the two best teams I mean the, the the Tampa Rays are sitting with 45 wins got off to that 13 and 0 start to the year and then the Rangers are coming in at 40 and 21 uh the only two teams in major league baseball with 40 40 plus wins um you know 60 some games into the season that'll be this weekend so looking forward to that Rangers uh, testing themselves this weekend uh, on the the heels of the news of Jacob Degrom, uh, a buck off to that situation having to go un- under uh, Tommy John surgery and oh, well, Degrom, yeah. Oh, so he won't be back after the no, All-Star you that next, story yesterday? Next, wow. All Star break. Next season, next no, next offseason. No, no. next. next no, he right. may he may be back in two seasons. Oh, like okay. he's going to miss all of the remainder of this season. They hope he can start resuming pitching activity by. Middle to the end of next season, at uh, and he's 35 years old now, so we're gonna make sure he's right. And I'll say this for well, you DeGrom, said that you
0: got to make sure, yeah, for sure. Well, he, he's
1: not right. He's good when
0: he's good, but when he's bad, he's not gonna be around.
1: And I and he's a right-handed pitcher, only with his right. You know, there's some guys that throw with both, but he's had Tommy John on that same arm already. And so I don't know how he had that. What 10 years ago, 11, 12, 2011, he had Tommy John. So 12 years ago. Um, you know,
0: can gonna be thrown I with a can, noodle. I
1: guess you can do it again. Um, <laughs> uh, but yes, they have to go in and, and replace, replace the ulnar collateral ligament, and we'll see what happens with our man, Jacob DeGrom. But I'll he's say, he's one this. of
0: those dudes with great agent, E.
1: Yeah, well, I'll say this to to Jacob DeGrom or for him, buck on to him, uh, and I'll find it and we'll play his audio. Man, he was he came to tears just talking about this. He's he's you know, he's oh my got god,
0: him. the rehab alone. Yeah,
1: he knows what's coming, and obviously, he knows he. Got signed for $185 million for five years. Uh, But more importantly, he was brought to tears when we started talking about the team. Like, he just loves this team and he, you know, he's around the team and they're winning. Uh, He just wants to be a part of it. And now he knows he will not be this year and likely for most of, almost all of next year. Uh, And that's a challenge, but, you know, he's going to do okay financially. And the Rangers took the chance. I mean, he was a red flag free agent. There's no doubt about it. I know that the Mets are happy that they didn't end it because he was choosing between the Mets and the Rangers and, uh, Rangers oh, yeah. uh, ownership went there and, you know, I mean, it, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. I mean, I, I know there, you know, Ranger fans will, some will point that man, you, you knew better. Uh, he was damaged goods. Don't do it. Don't do it. But you he know, got us like five starts. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he did. Is it worth the, what, 250 million? Uh, 185, 185, 185, but that's still a lot of cheddar, uh, to not get much return. Uh, but again, the Rangers are winning and, uh, uh, but the, but for those that texted yesterday and said who cares we're winning without him well you you a guy like Jacob Degrom is a separator when you get to the postseason right when you get to the postseason and he's healthy you know that's when you put he and Nathan Nivaldi on the mound and Martin Perez and you're throwing you know that gets you through the playoffs one thing to get to the playoffs it's another thing to be able to win once you get there and you need you know a couple of dominant or three three dominant starters when you do because you shrink your pitching staff come come playoff time. Uh, that's where it may hurt the Rangers big picture. And it's just, I mean, Ty said to me yesterday, are you happy about that? I'm not, I, I hate seeing that for a player.
0: Why would you like to be happy about no, that? because well, no. I'm an
1: Astros fan, and, and it could help in the long run. But in the end, just hate to see that. And, uh, you know, if I don't root for the Astros, I, I do like the Rangers and have to see you know what the success. risk is going
0: to be when you took him. I mean, he, sure. is,
2: he's, he
1: gets hurt. He's fun to watch, though. And he um, Yeah, that's the other part, man. It is so much fun to watch
0: with, him you don't, a, you don't get a chance to watch him long enough. It, I mean, he never gets into the thick of things because he's hurt before. And he, he's not one of those guys. When he gets on that injured list, he, he when he gets on it, he's on it for a while. I mean, like you he, said, I mean, Ty, it
2: started on the ten day IL, yeah, and then it turned into thirty, and then it turned into but that's 60. been kind of
0: his career, which yeah, is sad. Definitely.
2: And he's what
1: thirty five? Yeah, he's yeah. thirty five. By the time he's it's back, just sad probably, for him. He may not be back to. I mean, that may never be what he was, which was a dominating right hander. He may, if he gets back to being Who dominant, is, yeah, he'll be thirty seven years old. Hopefully, he can get one good year yeah. out of this contract. Yep. Um but again I don't I'm not a, a surgeon, but but a second time around with Tommy John, I guess you can. I mean I guess you go in and just do it again. Um, you know, but we'll see with with him. So buck on to the uh, to, to his reaction to it, but certainly buck off to it not working out for the Texas Rangers. But it's working out. They play Tampa this weekend. Uh looking forward to that. Big series. Oh man. Uh and just good baseball. They're just two really fun teams to watch, two great offenses, both have great pitching staffs. Or I don't know if the Rangers have a great pitching staff, but they have a pitching staff that's pitching great right now. And that's what you love to see. And maybe it continues because, uh, you know, Nathan Evaldi's arguably been one of the two two best pitchers in baseball this year. And uh, John Gray and the loss was great last night. Martin Dane Perez Dunning. has been really good. Dane Dunning, who stepped into the role of Jacob deGrom in the rotation, has been outstanding. Do you so, think they'll go after another big-time starter? I think at this point you have to consider it. You have to consider it. And uh, as we talked about with the Rangers, the fact that they – signed you know you know a bunch of you know two big offensive free agents one offseason and then last offseason acquired all the pitching that letting there's a lot of guys at the AA and AAA level that didn't elevate that they did you know they bring them bringing guys from outside the organization so there's no room to go up which means you do have some studs on your on your farm so yes, if a if a top pitcher comes available, I would have to think the Rangers their their ownership has said we're in to go get this thing. And with no Jacob Degrom, uh, I think you would certainly be in that conversation. And for bullpen help, everybody's looking for arms in the bullpen. Rangers are certainly at the top of that list moving forward. Astros at ten over five hundred. They'll play again against Toronto tonight. Uh, Astros to continue to get really no production out in their lineup outside of Jordan Alvarez uh, on a consistent basis. But Alex Bregman will have a little little squirt and then. Um, you know, Kyle Tucker and Jordan Alvarez have done most of the heavy lifting lifting for the Astros offense this year.
0: Yeah, they know when money time comes. As out. a
1: As a Abreu, not going go no, at all. No, that's the big uh, Abreu is going. Does he not down. have any home runs. I mean, if Jacob one De- home run. If J- no, he's got one. He's got no. one on June June eighth. One. He's batting about two hundred, and he's still batting in the middle of the order. And he's what thirty seven. Yeah, years I mean, old? if Jacob Degrom was a bad signing, Jose Abreu was a worse signing by the Astros at this point. They they signed him to come in and. Uh, replace Yuli Gurriel, who's playing in Miami and playing pretty well. And, um, and remember, with Jim Crane, that can be a huge buck off uh, the owner. He, they made that signing when they didn't have a general manager in place. That's uh, that's when the general manager and Jim Crane had the falling out after winning the World Series, which is so bizarre. And uh, that deal was done with the owner and by, by a lot of accounts, Jeff Bagwell was advising the owner, and they signed Jose Abreu right early on in the baseball offseason, right out of the winter meetings, and. You know, everybody around the league kind of raised an eyebrow and said, "Well, that's a lot of money for a a player of his age whose bat speed has declined." And it was just so, based off that MVP he yeah. won, like two years ago. And and so far, it's not paying dividends, and it's killing the Astros lineup because he's just an absolute speed bump, uh, right in the middle of it. And uh, they need to figure something out in that spot. Uh, but, yes, Jordan Alvarez hit another home run last night. The, you know, the Astros, if they score four or five runs, they're going to win. That's just because they have the best team ERA in all of baseball. But you have a hard time getting to four or five runs a lot of times uh, because you, if you don't let Alvarez beat you, yeah, you got a good chance to get through that lineup. All right, we'll come back. We'll hit some BE facts of the day. Also, talking about Lionel Messi to the MLS. What an impact it is. We are an MLS city, of course, and we're keeping our eyes on the golf. They're playing the Canadian Open amidst this tumultuous week that's gone on. I'll get you details there as well. It's B&E on the horn. Feeling good. It's Bucky and Aaron. The Indiana buck off Thursday brought to you by the Austin Gamblers, powered by the Bucking Bulls of the Austin Gamblers. Bring it. What a buck on for uh, Lionel Messi. The Golden Foot reportedly has turned down a three-year, $1.6 billion dollar offer to play for a team in Saudi Arabia, a club in Saudi Arabia. Uh, and billion? Billion. You didn't hear that at the top of the yeah, show? Yeah, B. B. I didn't realize. I knew it was a lot. I didn't... No, a billion, almost $2 billion. $1.3 billion he was offered, reportedly, from a club in Saudi Arabia that is also backed by the Saudi Public Wealth Fund that is at the center of the the golf conversation. Do you know if it's the same team that Ronaldo plays for? I think it's a rival team that Ronaldo plays for, but uh, uh, it could be wrong on that. But uh, this uh, head-spinning news dropping this week, obviously, with the live. and uh, Yeah,
0: it'll do something to the landscape of the MLS. There'll be more stadiums like Q2 built in some of these places. They'll get out of some of these uh, football stadiums, E, and get their own quaint little...
2: Well, now it's a requirement of the MLS to have your own stadium. you, really, you got to get out of those football stadiums. You, well, I think and... within like with Minnesota and some of these teams that came in they were like building stadiums at the sure. time they came in so they were playing at football stadiums but i think it was like within 2 years you, you have, have to have, to have, have, have like a oh, like a 20,000 awesome. seat stadium.
1: Yeah, they I mean they've done a Great. lot. Oh, I mean it's 25 year old league and they've done a lot to raise its profile. I mean the Apple Plus deal, I know for for some fans has been clunky trying to find the games, but you know you have to go to Apple Plus. They're all there. Uh, and, and you much like you do with the NFL tickets, you buy the package and you can have every MLS game, not just your home teams, but all the games. That's got to be killing viewership, though. I, think I used to watch, you know, Austin FC
2: every time they were on TV when went before the Apple TV deal, and I just I don't have Apple
1: TV, and I'm not just going to get it just to watch that. Yeah, it's tough. sure. On that, but that's that that's their that's their gamble that we're going to sign. And, and Apple's a mega deal, mega corporation, obviously, and it's a growing platform. So jump on board now, and 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 this is part of the Messi deal. Messi, one of the reasons he's turning down the billions is that he's getting cut in on the Apple Plus deal reportedly to where he's going to get, you know, kind of like name, name image, and likeness. If he if he raises the profile of the Apple Plus deal, and they start getting a lot more subscriptions, and people sign up to, you know, he's going to get a cut of that. And and it should elevate because people all over the world now who maybe, as Ty, Ty says, locally don't have Apple Plus, they're going to jump in there at Apple Plus to watch right. Lino Messi play soccer because he's their favorite soccer player. And, um, you know, that's part of that deal. Uh, but give him some credit because this is this is you know, I'll give him a buck on to turn down that kind of money. I mean that's there's golden parachute money, buck, and then there's that. I mean that's I mean the guy's made plenty of money. Uh, Lionel Messi signed his first professional contract when he was like 13 or 14 years old, and uh, with Barcelona. Right? You, you, we've heard the stories, right? It was signed like on a on a, on a bar napkin uh, with his parents, and then he became through the juniors program at Barca, and then made his debut on the pitch at the high level at at 16. And uh, has scored over eight hundred goals internationally for his club or country, and now he's bringing that to South Beach. It is a uh, uh, pretty big time deal. It's the it's the biggest deal ever in American soccer.
2: I mean, this will this could change everything. I mean, the, we've seen guys come over like Zlatan and, sure. and David Beckham, and they're We're they're very high now. level players. But this is this is like if Michael Jordan went to go play and for Real Madrid basketball in Europe. I think that's it's a similar. It would have the same kind of impact, like viewership and like you were saying
1: somebody said ty i feel the same way about espn plus yeah i love espn plus though well, i have b- both fortunately but at the same time you were the one. that you know espn plus is a it, what is it 10 bucks a month
2: yeah it used to be six but you get you get all the nhl games during the season you get pretty much every you know college baseball college softball any other non-football basketball all the smaller basketball games it's it's totally worth it and it's easier to access than apple well, plus and if
1: you were a uh if you're a Longhorn fan, you may want to invest in that and get at least put it in the budget because when the Longhorns move to the Southeastern Conference, you're going to have to have it. Uh, Cuz you can well, get a
0: bunch of games in.
1: Well, the Longhorn network is essentially going to roll into ESPN Plus. I mean, the, the Longhorn network will not exist. Have they have they decided what is going to happen with that? Well, it well they haven't announced it, but I mean, it's going to be like they have the studios here in Austin, I don't know that those go away. It's converted to SEC network, right? It just becomes part of the SEC network and SEC Plus and everything that's coming. But that's part of the ESPN Plus deal. So all those games that you typically watch on LHN, I mean, those are pretty well viewed with Craig, Keith Moreland and uh, you know, Greg Swindell, the home games. I mean, I'm assuming they'd like to keep that going, but then it just won't be on LHN. It'll, but you'll probably have to pay for it. I mean, you'll probably it will pay, meaning the monthly subscription of right. ESPN Plus to be able to watch it. I would anticipate that's what's coming but that's still a year or so away uh, even next year the games will still be with LHn because the Longhorns are going to play all sports in the big in the s in the big 12 again next year all the way through next baseball season uh, as a big 12 conference team next summer this time is when they'll be switching officially over to the southeastern Conference so uh, that's to come we will talk more about these uh, big dynamic stories happening globally including a historic night in Miami last night for the Denver Nuggets their dynamic duo of Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray doing something that's never been done before in an NBA game. Not just a playoff game or a finals game, but never in an NBA 48-minute basketball game. That is uh, that is history for sure. We'll get to what Jokic and Murray pulled off last night to lead them into a Game 3 victory. Also, the other top stories of the day. And, yeah, they've teed off bucket at uh, the RBC, Her- uh, RBC Canadian Open. And look who's playing uh, with Rosie and... Uh, it's pretty incredible. Guess who's playing for Rosie and uh, and Rory this morning? Who's that? Our good friend Omar Uresti. There you go. Omar uh, playing. We talked with Omar earlier in the week. There he is. He's uh, even through one hole. One hole. I think he's playing with that group, but I'll find out what group he's in. But cool to see that for sure. Our man Omar uh, with our Callahan's General Store Tour of Texas Golf Courses. Uh, excited for him to be up there and playing in that tournament today. We'll be back. We'll pick up all the conversations with you. Need your buck-ons, need your buck-offs. Deliver them. Specs text line 512-337-3776. Also hit us on the on uh, Twitter, at TheHornATX or at Aaron Hogan on Twitter. Uh, we'll have those for you as well. And it's brought to you by and powered by the Austin Gamblers.